This is Taiwan Plus on ICRT, your connection to stories that matter. Brought to you by the news team at TaiwanPlus.com. Welcome to Taiwan Plus News. I'm Inka Vat. Here in Taiwan, as tensions with neighboring China remain high, military drills have taken place on the country's northernmost island, Donging. The regularly scheduled exercise boosted Taiwan defense capabilities and simulated the prevention of enemy forces from taking the island. Bing Wang reports. Taiwan's military fires shells at a red cross on the water. The target represents advancing enemy forces. Some 1,000 troops were deployed to Mazu's Dongying Island, Taiwan's northernmost territory. Dongying lies just 16 kilometers off the coast of China, making it a strategic military location for Taiwan. The island is installed with Xiongfeng and Skyball defense systems, capable of destroying air, naval, and land enemy targets. Taiwan regularly holds drills to prepare for a potential Chinese invasion. China claims Taiwan as part of its own territory and has not ruled out taking the country by force, even though China's ruling party has never governed Taiwan. A recent document leaked from the Russian Federal Security Service by a human rights group claimed China had considered taking over Taiwan by force this fall, but Russia's invasion of Ukraine had pushed the timeline back. Taiwan's foreign minister, Joseph Wu, dismisses the document but says the country must boost its military defense capabilities. Taiwan has also implemented new military reservist training to enhance the country's combat readiness. Taiwan is determined to keep its sovereignty, and these efforts hope to deter China from exerting any military pressure on the country. Kama Xu and Bing Wang for Taiwan Plus. Taiwan is slowly getting to grips with a new problem on its roads. More and more accidents are being caused by people driving under the influence of illegal drugs. Eric Gao reports. This crash is not the result of drunk driving, but drug driving. Taiwan is seeing a rising number of accidents caused by drivers under the influence of illegal drugs. Tens of thousands of suspected drug driving accidents are reported every year in Taiwan, but very few are ever prosecuted because the rules about investigating such incidents are unclear. This means that many crashes caused by drivers under the influence of drugs are treated as regular accidents. For fatal crashes that do get classified as drug driving, the maximum penalty is 10 years in jail. Drunk drivers, however, can go to prison for life. The discrepancy suggests that more scrutiny is needed to combat this new threat on the country's roads. James Rayner and Eric Gao for Taiwan Plus. A Taiwanese YouTuber with millions of followers has been charged with violating the Personal Data Protection Act for creating pornographic videos using so-called deepfake technology. The YouTuber known as Xiao Yu shared indecent videos with different faces edited into them. Some of the victims included famous Taiwanese singers, internet influencers and even politicians. Prosecutors say there were as many as 119 victims and Xiao Yu's illegal profits exceeded 10 million NT dollars or over 350,000 US dollars. 
声伪技术、制造、散播不实性影像等罪章，都以独立的处罚。如果是以盈利的方式涉及该犯罪的话，我们还可以加重处罚，最终可以处罚七年以下。Around 37 million people are under lockdown in China as COVID-19 cases across the country hit a two-year high. China's National Health Commission reported over 2,400 new cases on Thursday, mainly in northeastern Jilin Province. At least 11 cities and countries nationwide have been locked down because of the latest surge, including tech and manufacturing hub. Shenzhen. Across the border, Hong Kong continues to count tens of thousands of new cases daily. Experts say the city's Omicron wave has already peaked. No connection has been established between the Hong Kong and the mainland outbreaks. But in the latest measure, public beaches across the territory were shut down after a viral post on Chinese social media blamed beach-going Hong Kongers for the mainland's COVID woes. Forensic pathologists perform autopsies to find out the causes of death. The COVID pandemic has brought greater challenges to their job. Our reporter Betty Chen has this story. These forensic pathologists are putting on another protective layer to do their work. With COVID-19, they're at even greater risk of infection. Aside from personal protective equipment or PPEs, they use a positive airway pressure device to increase airflow and make sure they are not exposed to the virus. There are only 28 forensic pathologists across Taiwan, which has a total population of 23 million. Ten of these pathologists work directly for the central government, and they have to handle over a hundred cases a month. The pandemic has increased their workload by half. Teamwork is vital in forensic science, and together. The small group of pathologists and forensic examiners has been able to cope with the workload. They say they're committed to getting their job done right, despite any challenges. Pathologists would like to see more people join their ranks, but the pay is low and the job is known to be difficult. Those here admit there is much room for improvement, but their commitment to their work remains unshakable. Klein Wang and Betty Chen for Taiwan Plus. Taiwan has a plan for a net zero emissions future. The National Development Council is set to release the road map by the end of March. President Tsai Ing-wen has pledged to help Taiwan reach that goal by 2050. She made the commitment last year on Earth Day. Over 120 countries have joined in that pledge in a bid to combat global warming. The authors of Taiwan's roadmap say it will also include new proposals to reduce greenhouse gas emissions, such as investing in renewable energy. The first electric bus produced by Taiwanese manufacturing giant Foxconn entered service in the southern city of Gaoshan on Wednesday. The company is best known for making consumer electronics like Apple's iPhone, but Foxconn has also made a strong push into electric vehicles in recent years. The new Model T joins a fleet of 195 electric buses in Gaoshan. The local government says the vehicles will help the city reduce pollution and achieve its net zero goals. It plans to eventually buy more than 1,000 electric buses. 
At least four people have been killed and more than 100 injured in a powerful earthquake that struck off Japan's northeastern coast on Wednesday night. The magnitude 7.4 quake hit off Fukushima Prefecture, reviving memories of the 2011 earthquake that triggered a nuclear disaster. Louise Watt reports. A home in Japan's Fukushima Prefecture as a 7.4 magnitude earthquake strikes. A resulting power failure plunged more than 2 million homes into darkness, including 700,000 in Tokyo, which also shook from the quake. Japan's chief cabinet secretary said there were fatalities and more than 100 people had been injured. The quake struck around 11.30 on Wednesday night off the coast of Fukushima, the region that was devastated by a magnitude 9 earthquake and tsunami in 2011. That disaster destroyed the Fukushima nuclear plant, which is now being decommissioned. The plant's operator said no abnormalities had been found at the site after the latest earthquake. But elsewhere in Fukushima, some houses were damaged and a bullet train partially derailed. A tsunami warning for waves up to one meter for parts of the northeast coast was withdrawn. Waves of up to 30 centimeters were recorded. Authorities are warning people to be on guard for more strong quakes in the next two to three days. Klein Wong and Louise Watt for Taiwan Plus. Vietnam lifted its quarantine requirement for international travelers on Wednesday, ending nearly two years of restrictions to combat the COVID-19 pandemic. Visitors entering the country are now only required to show a negative test result prior to arrival. That's despite Vietnam reporting a daily average of nearly 200,000 cases over the past two weeks. The health ministry says deaths and hospitalizations remain low. Before the pandemic, tourism accounted for 10% of the local economy. Thanks for watching Taiwan Plus News. I'm Ian Kavat. For more stories from Taiwan and around the world, please download the Taiwan Plus app. Stay safe and see you next time. Thanks for listening to Taiwan Plus on ICRT. For more great stories from Taiwan and around the world, visit TaiwanPlus.com.